At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'd watch three hours of you miserable in a desert forgetting how to use a lightsaber. That sounds really entertaining to me, actually. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyson. This week, I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers, Ian Whittington. Hello. And Danae Hughes. Hello. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Um, hi, guys. <laughs> hi. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Good why to so, see you. Why so sinister? Why so sinister? Yeah. You think I sound sinister? You sounded super duper sinister. Oh no, you're probably sinister. Danae saw it coming before I did. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. Sorry, it's I'll just... go back to normal now. <laughs> uh, yep. Thank you, Aaron. You're it's just frustrating because I have wanted that board so fucking long. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you have it. And I have it. And I'm jealous and I'm angry about it. And I think that, <laughs> so yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I'll stop that then. I don't want to make I don't want to make you actively angry. Uh, Any more anything. than you already have. It's it- just a representation of just all the shit that's just not aligning correctly for me these days. Like if things were right. I would have been the first one to have that fucking board. Me. <laughs> Me. That's who should have it. Me. Uh, well, you don't. And I do. And that means we're going to continue on the show. Worst older brother ever. <laughs> Let's kick it off by getting into this inside scoop. What's he building in We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general, kicking it off in commercial sins world with Arby's slash Old Spice, Ultimate Dreams. You, uh, do the, you can do the voice, do the, we've got the meat sweats. You can do it with the voice, <laughs> the voice changing thing. I don't, which voice? I don't know. Which one should it be? Have you not seen the commercial? It's really deep voice. A deep Obvious. voice. Meat sweats. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I have that one loaded up. So Yeah, he doesn't Wait, have the, 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 the meat used. sweats. <laughs> you don't have Ving Rains the doing a deep voice. Sweats. Uh, close enough. <laughs> it's not what you wanted. Yeah. See, I just don't I don't think it's perfect. Anyways, uh, the, the video itself is perfect, though. Uh, written by Yay! Mr. Ian Whittington. Uh, what are some mm. of your thoughts on how all this came together? Oh, I just immediately had to do this. Like Jonathan, was it Jonathan or Daniel that posted it in in our group? I think it was Daniel. Anyway, he posted it, and we're just like, guys, what's going on? <laughs> All of us were like, hey, what's what is going on? This is so weird. What is this? Yeah, it's such a bizarre team up. And my favorite sin that sums it up is like the chlor. I had to ask you what an American cleaning product was because I was going to use an English one, and I was like, oh, you guys probably don't know what Flash is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like them teaming up with a spicy food and looking after the wrong thing. And it's just having to shoehorn 
a reason behind why they've teamed up is is amazing. But I guess that's the whole joke, isn't it? It's deliberately mm. random. Yeah. Um, I think Arby's is getting the better deal because they're attaching to the old spice chap and the popularity of those um those commercials and i I don't know another brand that's attaching themselves to the popularity of the old spice commercials for comedic intent or content it's definitely Mm -hmm. not definitely not us um yeah it was was a lot of fun to write on and and getting some recurring jokes as well like the narrator getting pissed off at the old spice whistle again yeah that was beautiful i loved that um it's interesting as a concept because it's not the first time companies have done this. No. Like, there's been other team ups uh, as far back as I can remember, like Energizer Bunny. Like, you know, was this thing that, like, the first they did the Energizer Bunny keeps going and going, but then the thing was, like, it would actually interrupt other actual commercials eventually. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, it's something that has been done, but it's just weird to me anytime. Anytime it happens, I'm just like, my brain short circuits. I don't know what to do with the, yeah. the information. I just want to know who's getting paid what to do this. Is it a mutual thing? Do yeah. they just split the bill in half? Or, yeah, it's, it's strange. Because this is an Arby's commercial. This is definitely them in the lead. So I imagine they may be paid a bit more. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's great, though. Like to have that much money that you could just throw at a commercial for fun. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. test it out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's two brands you would not put together. Mm-hmm. that are together and i loved it so much yeah that huge pile yeah because at the beginning i'm like is this can't be a sandwich for real and it's not but at the same time i feel like there's a massive portion of people who watch this commercial and when they realized it wasn't real were very upset mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know you get a pounder like if you go if you go get a, a pound of roast beef if you do the full pound it's pretty big i mean it's not that tall Pound of meat you know, is insane. You know what this this needed? It needed also like a triple mash because the fluffiness and the height of that sandwich at the beginning, I feel like in between the layers of meat were like big puffy Cheetos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to hold it up to keep it okay. looking puffy and lofty. So what if the Cheetos were like in there in secret? Oh, then we have then we have a whole different situation here. Mm-hmm. Then we've got like the Cheetos people coming in. That's a good mashup. And then it's being held by the weird guy from Stranger Things that is always eating Cheetos. And then it's a Stranger Things trailer as well. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going. Slayers. And then it's actually a movie and it's Morbin time. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like actually, it. the meat is just dried blood that's sort of... Congealed. Congeal. It's like you know, like jerky, except for it's just <laughs> just the blood, just the just like a yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's how that's how magic is made. That's how this is how they do it in the writing room in in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just people mm-hmm. get together and they just don't know. Bleed everywhere. Stop. Yeah. I, you oh, are yeah. probably one hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that is probably exactly how it happens. Mm-hmm. This is this is my new favorite commercial for commercial sins. There's mm-hmm. there's some that like they'll come and they'll like chop it. This is my this is my new favorite that's come to the channel so far. Nice. So. What are some of the specific things you liked about it? I really liked that we send this beautiful man reminding the narrator of his own inadequacies. <laughs> <laughs> like And just throwing a beard on top of it, just like you had yeah. to go there too. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. Um and then there was the sin where it just kind of like the example devolves or evolves, depending on your opinion, into you don't need deodorant to stop shitting in your own living room. 
I just didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. I remember, Ian, when you're like, hey, Americans, what's a cleaning product that everyone would know about? And we're like, Clorox. And like, do we like, we're like giving <laughs> you these, and here it is. <laughs> oh, now I understand why you're asking about that. Okay. What's a yeah. UK cleaning product? Um, Like Flash or Mr. Muscle, something like that would be. Mm, Mr. Clean yeah. is Mr. Muscle over there? That's amazing. Yeah, and he he's very muscly. And they use this like... Is he bald? Is he bald? No, no. Oh. He, hey. he oh. was originally this really weedy guy with glasses that has a bit of a... Um, oh, um, Rick what kind of, kind of guy? Weedy, weedy. Weedy? Yeah. Like smokes like, weed? Like tea? Like no, like skinny. Tea or weedy? We weedy. Weenie, squee. We Tiny. Weenie. Weenie. <laughs> Squee. Languages work. <laughs> Come on, guys. Squee. You know, squee. squee. He's a little squee guy. Um, yeah, and he, but because he was so weak, he needed Mr. Muscle to clean the things. Um, hence, ah. Mr. Muscle. He's, it reminds yeah. me of like the trash bag, like wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Hefty, 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 hefty. hefty. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly yeah. the same thing. Um, yeah, and then I got really annoyed when they turned him into a cartoon that actually had muscles. Um, <laughs> and there's Mr. Muscle Sins for you. Nice. Nicely done. <laughs> nicely done. Uh, Danae, you mentioned most of mine, although you didn't mention the stunning kitchen. Just the, the narrator's oh, absolute... Uh, stunning kitchen. Just like, when has this sandwich ever been made in this stunning of a kitchen? Um, come also, on. no offense, Arby's, don't sue me. I'm sure your <laughs> kitchens are hygienic, but they do not look like that. I guarantee yeah. it. Uh yeah. uh yeah yeah exactly um all right let's move into tv sins uh obi-wan kenobi hey why uh, are we doing episode one aaron why 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 are we doing episode, why did you really you know episode there two hasn't been a ton of people one. in the comments because like i thought even though we're gonna put it in the description mm. right like we we put it in the description that you know we were for reasons we were forced uh mm -hmm. thank you nice. Ian, for that pun appreciate mm -hmm. that uh, we were forced uh, to not start with episode one. And so we put it in the description. I still thought the comments would just be loaded with, why are you starting with episode two? Where's episode one? And I honestly haven't seen that many. So I was kind of I was kind of pleased There's, people I actually mean, pay the, attention. The top comment is a string, which is really fun to read. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. There's a couple of mentions mm -hmm. later that, but they were kind of poking fun, like, oh, I can see why you didn't do episode one, because it's perfect. The more confusing thing was the part two thing, which is a Disney problem, because people in right. the comments were confused that, well, where's episode two, part one? And we're like, no, 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 this is, this is episode two, which is titled part two. And that's Disney fucking us. That's not, that's not us making a mistake. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Uh -huh. that's, People oh. are genuinely confused. Like, where's episode two, part one? You needed a two-parter for the second episode <laughs> of right? Obi-Wan? <laughs> Guys, let me tell you something about TV Sins. I cannot <laughs> imagine the day we will need a two-parter. Uh, no. We release entire seasons that are hour and a half long videos. We don't mm -hmm. do two-parters. Like, that's just not something we've done. No. Um, the only part two we've actually ever done was It, uh, 1990, because CinemaSins did part one. So CinemaSins mm. did part one. We did part two. Um, that was a lot of fun. But literally everything else, we just yeah. uh, chunked We're it all fun. in there. So Y'all will yes. watch 90-minute videos. <laughs> it's okay. I You, you can... You can figure out the reason like it is, it is not mm -hmm. complicated we have no. to wait on certain things to happen before we can um, put videos out and we were just like the others are ready let's go ahead and do this i will say um by the time you hear this unless you're watching live it may all be a moot point so um 
So there is that as well. Uh, but uh, but yes, Obi-Wan Kenobi parts two and three. Um, so it's really weird. We did episode two and we only did the second part. So we still have to release part one of episode two. And we have to release parts one and two of episode three because we've only done part three of uh, episode three. <laughs> yes, so. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This was, by the way, a uh, part two was a Cardoso Whittington script. So, Ian, you get to kick us off here as well. What are some of your thoughts on Obi Wan episode two Mm. without talking about episode one? I don't care. Talk about whatever you want. Yeah, I'm gonna. So, (laughs) I I watched they they released part one and part two at the same time. Um, I can see why. Uh, I watched it under the best possible circumstances with two good buddies, massive Star Trek, massive Star Wars nerds. A really dark room, nice sound system, nice TV. And we all just looked at each other about 20 minutes in and we're like, this isn't good, is it? And we were all just like really reassured that the other two people in the room were all just like, no, 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 this is terrible. This is really bad. I like, I reserved my judgment so much. I was like, I have a bad feeling based on the track record of... You've got a bad feeling about this? I've got a bad is feeling about trying, this. Is that what you're trying, <laughs> to, say? What you're trying to say? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't want to get cocky about the the, the money that, that Disney puts behind stuff, uh, but I had I was really confident about this series. I love Ewan McGregor. I I love his Obi Wan, and I really I probably yeah. enjoyed the prequels more than most. I was really excited for him to have this six hour, three hour amount of time to do some adventuring. And the first episode, I was like, okay, first episode pretty much sucks. You've wasted twenty percent, eighteen percent, whatever of your allotted time it's okay can we save an episode okay maybe episode three maybe episode four and it just it just came down to it's just not a very fun series it's just miserable it is obi-wan being retired and down and for perfectly valid reasons that make for very poor watching tv <laughs> like i get it sure this all makes sense i would be miserable too but i wouldn't want to watch three hours of me being miserable in the desert forgetting how to use a lightsaber I'd I'd watch I'd watch three hours of you miserable in a desert forgetting how to use a lightsaber. That sounds really entertaining to me, actually. That's okay. friendship. Fair enough. Fair, I I think you might be in the minority on that. You know, one, you know that moment when someone's like, "You should get into that." Like, I would watch that. You're like, "You're the only one." <laughs> just right. you. Yes. yes, I will do it just for you. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, and it just kind of went from bad to worse for most of the season, but episode two in particular, um, the 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 reluctance of him going to find leia um his choice of slightly dusty jedi for his secret disguise when he should be super recognizable anyway um it's a real sin of the whole series is just how he goes from like i have to hide to hey guys here i am like here i am and also here's all of the important people that i'm protecting i'm going to be with them it's wild it's wild how that i feel like boba fett and this one are do they're like this is supposed to be kind of like an origin story situation. Like, how did this character develop in the unknown time? Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's like, so really not a lot then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an origin story. Oh, for... I have things to say. I'll wait till my turn. But mm-hmm. I do have things. To say. I like this more than both of you, I think. But but go ahead. It's an origin story for Alec Guinness, um, which is so <laughs> sure, bizarre. Sure. It's so bizarre. Um, uh, just Disney has a penchant for wasting Kamel Nanjiani. Like, just it is. I'm going to ruin your day. I love. He's having a great time. He's absolutely loving it. But make him a forcing Jedi. Like, just uh, he must just have it in his contract to be the butt of bad jokes. Um, 
Yeah, just disappointing, lackluster, super easy to sin. This is probably the easiest TV sin stuff I've had to sin um, almost ever because Boba Fett was just so nonsensically boring it was hard to sin. Mandalorian Mandalorian is hard to sin because it's pretty great. This was just easy to sin because it was bad, bad, just really bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not as bad as you think it is. I don't think so, at least. I, I, the, the, I genuinely believe... If this is a two-hour movie, it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Like, if if this is a two-hour movie and they pick all the the right parts, and we genuinely just see, also get rid of Kid Leia, but you know that's that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Obi Wan making the transformation from just like, what do I do now? I don't know what my purpose is. I don't understand who I'm supposed to be as a Jedi in hiding to. And in dealing with his pain about Anakin and all that stuff to finding resolution with that. And then, oh, okay, here's who I am. That makes a really good movie. Now, I'm not saying it makes a lot of sense with A New Hope, like because in A New Hope, he's kind of basically where he is at the beginning (laughs) of this show. Yeah. So I I don't understand. But I do understand in this actual series what they're trying to do with that character. Mm -hmm. I actually think it's really good. I think there's some really cool uh, lightsaber fights like there's, you know. Um, I love a lot of that stuff. And I did like the first episode more uh, than than some of the drag out episodes uh, that happened. Episode um, six saved it a little bit for me, but I'm, we're not mm-hmm. talking about episode no, six. No, no. That, that no, is that the culmination of his arc is quite is quite fun to watch. Um, yeah. But and and someone, so has edit, someone has edited someone has edited it into two. Oh, he is. He's incredible. Someone has edited it into a two and a half hour movie. Um and they're getting that's quite great. a bit of press for it. And it is, it works, unsurprisingly. Because <laughs> that's what it should have been. Uh, I, yeah, I I enjoyed, okay, so my background on the Star Wars stuff is I've watched some but not all of like Clone Wars and, you know, some of the other stuff that Obi's in and the Inquisitors mm-hmm. are in, um, Rebels. Like I've I've watched some of this stuff, but not all of it. Um, so I did enjoy seeing like the Inquisitors kind of getting more like real world uh, experience with them and background with them. Um, so yeah, meeting the Riva character, uh, which I think was a completely mishandled character, mm-hmm. um, despite Moses Ingram doing her best uh, and doing great work. Um, so yeah, I, I I had mixed feelings. I had mixed feelings on Obi Wan, but overall, mm-hmm. come away going, okay, I'm glad that exists. I'm glad I got to see that, if if for no other reason than some of the moments, uh, you know, spread throughout um, the episodes. Um, as far as the sins videos, uh, the video goes, force shadowing is a beautiful, simple pun. I love it <laughs> uh, because it works on several levels, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's good. Stabbing your GI in his GI. Uh, as uh, the husband of someone who works in the GI department at the hospital right now. Nice. Um, Very much uh, appreciated that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you mentioned the other one I wanted to talk about, which is this is one of the few times I would wish Disney actually would get inside my mind so they could hear me screaming, stop wasting Kumail Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. Uh, Poor Kumail. Um, He's getting invited to all these properties that he loves. And, hey, I'm in the MCU, but not not really. Let's get ripped. Uh, Hey, I'm in Star Wars. Relief. Uh, yeah, really. Poor Camille. Although he's having the time, I'm sure he's having the time of his life. I, I almost think he likes it. I, I would imagine yeah. he likes. It. It's just a waste for us because I think he could do more. Yeah. Uh, Danae, what about you? 
Wow. <laughs> Star Wars. Listen, I think that we should say that we started with episode two because nothing happens in episode one. And it's just more interesting that way. I think like we should officially just go on Twitter and be like, yeah, it's on purpose. We didn't yeah. Because because truly, you know, episode one sets you up for what starts off in episode two. And it's like the, I remember thinking like, OK, we're we're ready to go now. And then it's like, OK, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> Every episode I right. have that. Mm-hmm. And I don't care about spoiling the whole entire thing as we go. And that's why I confidently say that every single episode is, okay, we're going to go now. Mm -hmm. There are some fun lightsaber stuff, like you said. But I do like that we're starting with that whole, like, okay, we're going to get to the big fight in this one. Okie (laughs) dokie. It just doesn't work for TV, right? Like, it's just, it's a weird television show. And there's also, there's the the frustrating um, reality that the tension that they are going for is a tension that the audience isn't going to feel because we see these characters later. So, playing with the idea that Leia is in trouble and she might be hurt or um, Obi-Wan or whatever. It's like, well, those aren't things that you should be touching. Mm. You should be doing something different that we find interesting that we didn't know played into the story later. That's Mm. more interesting. Like Reva. Reva is supposed to be that, right? Like that's Mm. supposed to be that character. Yeah. 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 This this should have been Reva. Yeah. (laughs) This whole thing should have been Reva. A hundred percent. They can experience trauma without it being life-threatening. And it seemed like everything was, this person is going to die. Oh, it doesn't matter because I know they don't die. They can still experience trauma and that can be difficult to watch and entertaining to watch and inform their character later without me having to already know that they survive. And that's the balance they didn't find. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I echo what you guys had to say. I really love the sin about the evolution of knees in this mm-hmm. one, where it's mm-hmm. like the show wants me to believe that a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, knees didn't evolve in a way that allowed grown-ups to use the maximum length of their stride. What a great way of saying this dumb ad- adult can't catch this kid. Because the sin that I would write is like, you're not running fast enough, little. You know, like it's mm-hmm. just. But that was just a clever way of kind of bringing that. So I really enjoyed the, was that how in this that episode? one was written. I thought that was in the first episode. Yeah, it's no? both. It's in both episodes. That's right. No, no, no. That's right. Yes, that's that's right. Her on because the I just, I just remembered in the first episode that was the most ridiculous thing about the whole episode was that Leia chase. But it actually happens again in this. You're right. Yeah. Yep. That's I wild. mean, I have a screenshot, so I. I feel pretty confident but you know at the same time i fuck up <laughs> no, no, no. regularly you're right oh no no no, no. i just i um, was i just it, i think it says something about the show that it could have been either the first episode or yeah. the second episode uh-huh. and I, think that, I think this outtake was an episode two but it was the outtake that says whose balls do i have to fondle to get my own movie <laughs> oh yeah. my god I didn't, what is that from? That's Holy from, shit. That's from Deadpool. Um, it's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, um, that makes sense then. Okay. And the, I, the end of that line is, um, it's like it, it rhymes with Hugh Jackman, basically. Oh, okay. So funny. No, it rhymes yeah. with Paul Vereen. That's, that's what he says. <laughs> Paul Vereen. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's good stuff. Um, In episode three, which can we transition to episode three now? Can we just go? Absolutely. This was a Dicer Whittington script. Uh, So Ian and I writing on this one. Go ahead. Because you guys don't have any like additional thoughts really going into three, do you? This is the episode where, oh yeah, nothing happens again. (laughs) Oh, Flea is in it slightly more. Wait, no, is that this episode? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Flea is in this one. This is the one where Leia has been captured that and... doesn't that doesn't narrow it down. No. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's all of them. No, this is one where Ivy One is really miserable. Uh-huh. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't narrow it down either. 
Um, yeah. What 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 is the distinguishable moment from this one that we can kind of outline? Um, Obi Wan goes to the Neon Planet to retrieve uh, Leia, and Reva catches up to them and stabs her other brother. All episode uh, at two. At the end. Is that all episode two? Is you it sure? all episode two? Yeah, I think episode that's episode two. Episode three is on the sandy Mon- yeah. Mondusa or something, or the mining planet where they go to that mining planet that is also like desert, just a oh, slightly different robot. kind of desert. And <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. That's it. Yeah. Wow, guys. Oh, because yeah, episode episode two is the one where you and McGregor's actual daughter was in it. Yes, correct. And selling him drugs. Yeah. Yes. And then Morbius turned up and screamed. That's Morbin right. Time. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It was Morbin time. <laughs> God. This is one of the series that was ever made. The only the only things that stand out from episode three for me are the sins. Like, so so for example, there's we sent uh, Aaron. You do this really fun take in the narration on this one where you're like coming soon to a theater near you or to a tv whatever you know you obi obi to kenobi (laughs) (laughs) you won't believe how little you care about star wars anymore (laughs) oh my god that one fucking killed me oh shit Mm -hmm. oh yeah because this is the one where darth vader shows up and doesn't force sense his own daughter and then Mm -hmm. They have. They finally kind of have a battle, which I think Ian wrote the foam noodle battle. Yeah, huh? <laughs> it's a fact. I've seen more compelling foam noodle water battles than whatever this was. It, it was so funny because the visual is just <laughs> Darth and Obi just smacking each other with like really uncomfortable wet noodles. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Would have made for a better it's fight. It's so funny. Yeah. This is also the one where I realized that um, hello there is a thing. I didn't realize. I was so confused. Yeah. And and Aaron, you got to mimic the there, which was, you, did there. you did great. You did great. Now I know it's a thing because there's, mm-hmm. you know, memes about it after he finally says it later on. Yeah. 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 Well, and Ali Guinness started that, right? Uh, yeah. Episode yeah. four. That's it. Episode, straight away. Yeah. Very first when meets, movie. When he meets the droids or mm-hmm. Luke. I can't remember. But yeah. He, he says it. Hello there. Hello there. Yeah, this is this is a wild waste of an episode. Um, it's it liter it literally, and we say this in the sin about the show is just uh, doing kidnapped, rescued, kidnapped, rescued. Like it literally is just on repeat, so we can get to six episodes. And mm-hmm. um, and this this planet was wild to me. There's so many wild choices made. Like when they come up against that blockade. And oh, they, after man. they kill everybody, they have they're trying to figure out how to turn off the the thing. It's like you can literally just walk around the edge. Like it's, it's so dumb. Like, it's not it's even a reach wild. for a nitpick. It's just it scoot around it. It's yeah, so it's, dumb. It's wild. Um, a mate. I mean, uh, really shocked me. The the stormtrooper getting like bisected. Um, <laughs> it's it was brutal. Just like, it's really brutal. Uh, and kind of blew my mind. Um, this is the episode where we had the faceplate conversation today. Yes, the helmet um, Yeah, where we had a debate about whether <laughs> those who can't see the video, they <laughs> just gave the look that says, I'm not sure I even want to talk about this again. Um, I'll let do- you talk about whatever you want to talk about. I got shit to say about it. Today didn't do an eye roll. She did, her eyes actually stayed in place and did, she and did her full face head rolled. roll. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, anyhow, yes, the idea that for some reason the faceplate <laughs> peels back. We don't always agree, people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm often the one standing alone. It's great. Feels awesome. So the uh, the the faceplate in this one for some reason operates differently than what we've seen. Not only at the beginning of Darth Vader, as is shown in the prequels, but also at the end of Darth Vader, as is mm. shown in Return of the Jedi. So the idea being that somewhere they just decided let's try a different design for a while, you know for a while and went back from it. Um, the comments so had some very reaching defenses for for the explanation for that that I'm still just like nah <laughs> no <laughs> no no. Uh, and then the also stands out because this was the one where we send uh, the idea that it was so great to hear James Earl Jones back. Mm. except it's not james earl jones uh and so the i think the sin was it's so great to have the digitally recreated and disembodied voice harnessed outside of its original owner with no human performance and ruthlessly mind to generate dollars for a soulless corporation back for yep. this um, <laughs> and it's it's the most shoehorniest shoehorn to ever shoehorn hayden christensen into something as well like mm -hmm. you fine an episode later on sure. needs him yeah. But it that episode didn't need that scene. <laughs> it's just, man, there's no need to bring him back. I don't back. know. I'd, I'd, I'd battle back on that a little bit. I'm really glad uh, Hayden was in this. Not just because I actually think he eventually does do some performing that I like in this, but also because he kind of needed this uh, to wash kind of the Star Wars thing. Oh, like, him he had personally. a really bad yeah. experience with that. Yeah. And right. um, there's, there are several actors, obviously, that have had a bad experience with Star Wars fandom. Well, two actors in particular that played Anakin. Like this yeah. character is pretty cursed. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad that he kind of got to have this moment uh, to be you know called back to duty, yeah. so to speak. So um, it was good to see him. Um, that's that's all I wanted to mention. Uh, what do you got, Ian? No, you, I enjoyed this more than the previous two episodes combined. Um, but it's the least valuable of the six. <laughs> so when when I feel like that about an episode, I'm like, man, this series is just not for me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, the wet noodle lightsaber fight is ridiculous. My favorite sin was Leia, Leia saying, are you my dad? And everyone's saying, I wish I could say I was. It's like, what an, an oddly <laughs> Wait, strange what? time to say, I wish I'd fucked your mum. Like, uh -huh. that's what you're saying. Like, saying, I wish you, I was your dad. Like, that's exactly what you're saying. Um, I mean, did, did we want to talk about how we nearly changed the TV sins um, interface screen in this episode, but then abandoned it? Sure, go for it. Yeah, talk about whatever. That's what the um, show's for. Yeah, go I for it. I didn't know if that was too behind the scenes. I mean, um, maybe there's something that's too behind the scenes, but, you know, then our live audience gets to see it and we cut it out of the main podcast. Like, that's nice. fine. Just Amazing. Go, go for it. Um, yeah, we nearly changed the frame on the TV scenes thing. Mm -hmm. It was after... Um, I hate it when sci-fi shows in particular shoot panels to unlock doors because, like, you don't know. Like, that doesn't work. You could have just prevented any chance you have of getting through this door. And the narrator was going to smash their keyboard and that was going to result in an interface change and um, just the, the general look of the TV scenes frame. But we decided against it. We're going to save that for another another video. Yeah, Perhaps. it'll it, it, it'll happen at some point. It's you know, we've mm -hmm. done two so far. There are certainly at least two more. I think three more that make complete sense mm -hmm. uh, that are TV brands that would fit very well with, you know, the, yeah. the sin pun so like it it makes sense to do it again um we don't know when necessarily yeah uh all right let's move into cinema sins uh turning red this was a dicer hughes script danae and i writing on this one danae 
Go off. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a friend named Aaron. Oh, that's oh, me. No, no, no. You're not going to be happy. Aaron told me that I would like this movie. Aaron also told me that my daughter would like this movie. So Iris and I sit down together and we begin watching it. And we are approximately three minutes in. And I look at her and she's just got this look of confusion and horror on her face. And I pause it. It feels like I've been watching a movie for 10 years at the three minute mark because it's just nonstop, fast paced, tween age angst. This kid is screaming every line. And I said, I, I'm not having fun. And she says, I don't like this very much. And so we turned on something else. This is why you have other friends besides Aaron. <laughs> well, let me clear up a couple. Let me, let me, let me just state for the record. Uh, I know better than to tell you you will like a movie. I have not in probably... I'm going to say eight years told you that you will like a movie. I have said this might be one you would enjoy because <laughs> it is always uh, something that may or may not happen. Um, and the reason like one of the things that I've noticed with you guys is you don't like movies that are like have uh, like deep, emotion. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like scary things. Or, and I thought the, I thought right. the energy would be fun for you guys, but it, it was not. So that's well, okay. not to mention it's terrifying on all levels. I and mean, this is this is for an older kind of kid. This isn't for a five year old for sure. Um, I tease a little bit, but I, I this is one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen. I've never wanted to slap a pretend child as much. May is maybe the most annoying thing. And I fear being a mom of a child that might grow up to be that too. You know, that kind of just nonstop screaming level. Uh, it was a lot. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like, sending it was okay. It was okay. I just sometimes, I, I wish my job wasn't having to watch things. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those moments. And this is one of those, this is one of those moments. I, I know that there is going to be cultural things I'm not going to get. You know, uh, I glanced at some of the comments on this one and there are some things, you know, that I just, I don't, understand um i don't understand not talking to your children about periods i don't understand how the possibility of 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 getting your period at 13 is is too soon um I, that was really frustrating to me um yeah i i found like the examples and talking about it and and all that stuff it was it didn't work for me on just about every level. It wasn't a cute story. It was an angry story. And I get that we have emotions and women have emotions and stuff. But it, to, to me, it didn't even really address embracing them as much as it just kind of started to touch on it a little bit. And and then the movie turned into, you know, superhero, superhero panda thing. And I don't know. I, I, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I, I really I really don't have anything good to say about it. And it's it's like it and I get a little bit afraid when that happens because I know that this movie is loved by people, but it just it hit me in all the wrong ways. And mm. I watched it four times and it never got better for me. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hate those experiences. That's that's the worst. It's and there's the there's the added part of it, like you mentioned, where you know people are enjoying the movie. Like you know that it's that it means something to people and you don't want to be the person who's who's like this thing that means something to you is terrible, but you know, but you have your experience and they have theirs and that's just, that's just how it goes. Um, so yeah, 
was no fun. Did you did you want to talk about uh, any of the sins process or anything like that? Um, I don't really like. I don't remember if anything really stood out to me on this one uh, that was like too, super super interesting to kind of you know go off on. If I if I think of something, I'll interject. Okay. Uh, I will go next. I also wrote on this one. I do love this movie. I think. Um, I think it's uh, well. The thing I love most about this movie is the specificity. I love how specifically it is Canadian. I love how specifically it is um, Toronto, even and Asian Toronto. You know, like there's there's a really specific world here that comes comes from Domi Shi's actual childhood. Like you can feel that she is talking about herself in this movie and revealing kind of some of of her experiences of of what it meant to kind of grow up and understand what it meant to be a woman and, and all of those things. Um, to me, I enjoyed kind of looking into that world and figuring that out. And I think the, the, the cringe aspects of that are the bug is the feature, right? Like the, those, those cringe aspects are exactly what she's trying to do because that time of life is so cringe. And Danae, you've talked about this before you hate almost all TV in movies that deal with high school, like deal with, growing up coming but of this age wasn't, this wasn't to me like i actually really enjoyed the relationship with her friends she had a pretty healthy relationship with her friends in fact i guess if there is one thing that was kind of like oh that's interesting it wasn't like they had they didn't have an unrealistic you know 13 year old friendship back and forth they were into music together they had their own song they had their own little world and i found myself to be a little bit like rem reminiscent of friends that i have mm -hmm. where we get together we pop in our favorite cd we would bounce around and sing and stuff like that so there wasn't really, to me, too much teening. There wasn't that angsty stuff that uh, that pops up. There, I mean, there's the kid that she ends up, you know, almost killing <laughs> as a panda. Um, but I, I don't know. It didn't really, to me, it didn't press in on that too much. And that's not why I hated it. <laughs> I just thought it was, I don't know. Guys, I'm in a fucking pissy mood. There is nothing <laughs> I'm going to talk about today that I don't hate. It's just one of those days. <laughs> I just got a, I just got a, a message from the place that's had my car for two weeks that they don't have it ready. I can't take it on a trip that I'm sending on Sunday. And I just wrote back, they're going to be giving me a vehicle then that I can take. And I was told, well, you have a Jeep. So I'm having that conversation too while I'm on the show. <laughs> wow. Anything that comes up now. Wow. Anything. Okay, if David Bowie comes up, that's probably... Oh, uh, you smiled so big. I like that. <laughs> let's talk about David I Bowie for the rest of the show. It. Let's just talk about oh. David Bowie. Oh, that's good friends. That's good friends. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't really honestly that. I, I do realize, you're right. I do realize I get really grumpy about particular topics. But to me, it's just like, it didn't talk about, you know, periods too much. And then the metaphor didn't even work by the end of it. It's just right. a weird... It's a, it's a weird movie, guy. Like... I think what I, I lock know. into, what I locked into with it is the generational trauma stuff. Like there's there's this real yeah. thing going on about how this is passed down generation to generation about expectations, about what it means to be, you know, a woman, what it means to be a woman in our family, you know, uh, those kind of things. And the the metaphor, the idea that as a woman, you bottle up everything about your womanhood and you protect it and you deny it and you put it in this place where it can't ever be shown and be real and that's how you be a woman and that, that they all had to eventually discard that to heal like they all had to break those trinkets um now most of them decided to maintain it at the end and to bring it back to that place but to give the domi she's uh may character the ability to go 
if you don't want to bottle this up, if you just want to be you, whatever that looks like, we're going to stop that generational trauma here. That that, that was moving to me. I, I really found meaning in that. Um, and so I think I think that's one of the reasons I, I really enjoyed the movie. Plus, I thought the energy was fun. I, I enjoyed um, all the all the stuff, even the twerking. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. So the panda twerk, which is a phrase, you know, you just don't think you're going to use that often. Which is a phrase that you just said. <laughs> which is a phrase that was just mentioned. Uh, I think for me, the thing about sending this movie is it's really easy to send this movie because this movie p- just plays by its own rules and doesn't even care. Like there are so many times where this movie does not care to even pretend like it exists in the real world, mm. right? Like when there are these giant pandas and nobody is it's reacting fine. or when their their classmates are like, not only are we not scared, this is the coolest thing ever. Let's take pictures mm-hmm. and, and instead of running screaming uh, you know, from what's going on. The fact that there is no repercussions for what happens at the end. They just get to go on and live their life and everybody just trusts them and they're just, you know. This is fine. <laughs> like, ups- this is fine. Uh, just, you know, hey, so you turned into a, a giant panda that destroyed the entirety of the Sky Dome. <laughs> That's good. Just go on with your life. Every Everything's fine. Um, so, and they make a joke about it, like, yeah, they're raising money for the Sky Dome or whatever, but I think it would be more than just, hey, can you pay for the Sky Dome? You're doing some jail time. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> You're a mess. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so yeah, this, this movie doesn't care. That's okay. Many movies are like that. Um, but it makes it really, really easy uh, to sin. Also, like, the under-the-bed exposition, mm-hmm. right? Like, everything's just set up presentationally, like, <laughs> we're doing a presentation on... Uh, what is happening in this movie um so yeah that's that's kind of what i found while sending it uh ian some of your thoughts um i fell asleep during the last third yes, of this movie yes i did me and Aaron were watching it together and i fell unconscious um i think we had like an almost double bill of this and is it deep water open water deep water deep yeah, I water think, yeah and annoyingly that's the one i stayed awake for the entirety <laughs> of and this is the one i fell asleep through um unsurprisingly this didn't super connect to me i also have an aversion to the awkward high schoolness animation adaptation stuff, but I did appreciate the sometimes metaphor. Sometimes this is the thing we're talking about. It's not subtext. It's just textness mm-hmm. yeah. of it. Um, I, and from afar, I could see how this is valuable to to people and a and an original story dealing with something that is usually perceived as gross and icky and not talked about. And the, the biggest thing when reading the comments as well was how common it is to just not talk about this topic until it's happening and then Mm. it's a panic and the real trauma that some kids have gone through because hey guys you didn't tell me that this is normal i thought i was dying which yeah of course i can't think of anything much worse than waking up and realizing you're bleeding and have no clue why as well um yeah that education needs to start way younger um well it in, needs it needs to just be common conversation let's be honest i yeah, mean it, it just needs to be something and that's you know it is why it is wild to me that there are parents who don't communicate with their children about important things because they're weirded <sighs> out by it that that's just wild to me i yeah. I, I i get maybe there's an uncomfort with it but i don't know do your job i don't know mm-hmm. it's just like feels like know, it you've got a you've got a human that's going to go through some stuff maybe Help prepare them. them yeah maybe maybe <laughs> um uh, but these films, in, I just don't gravitate towards these kind of films, um, to to be completely honest. just didn't do a huge amount for me. Um, I don't think I would have been the right person 
to sin it for for many reasons but one of the things that pixar is really great at doing is doing these cultural movies that have a specific angle and don't apologize for being a little bit niche and specific to that viewpoint and getting the right people to do it as well so yeah props to the movie for that uh, in terms of the sins um I, I like sinning phones that still click when they take a picture um this is like <laughs> Having an electric car that makes engine noises for the fossil fuel nostalgia. Somebody in the comments said that that's a thing. It, no, it happens. It happens. Oh. I didn't get time to do the research on this, but in England, I'm sure they were tabling a law which would make that compulsory so that people can hear the car coming because it's dangerous. People are just like walking into the middle of the road and not hearing the car coming. But yeah, you that's can wild. download USBs that will play engine noises if you miss the engine noise coming from your car, which <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, I love the sound of my car. I thought car. I picked the most ridiculous example. And nope. it's like, and nope, there is no ridiculous example. There humans like humans don't like change. We just we don't, do not. We like what we like. Um, and like I'm sure that if, if music was a music was a thing, if USBs <laughs> and sound effects were a thing back when like the is first music a thing? Is music a thing now? <laughs> when like cars took over horse and carriages, like would they have projected the clip clop of horses because yes. they missed the sound? Yes, of they would the have. Horses? They yes. would absolutely. Um, that would have been the more ridiculous example. Um, yeah, movie isn't telling me why. Sometimes the transformation is body part by body part, and other times it's Panda Express. I roll, but chuckle at the same time. <laughs> fine. Um, this twerks is just. I'm amazed it's not a sin that we use more oftenly because it's beautiful. <laughs> it's perfect. And of course, there's no way we're getting through this without mentioning Sunyi with a chance of meat yours because <laughs> just the joy, the absolute joy that Aaron had with that. Uh, I was willing it to be something that Danae wrote, but just to like kind of steal that from you, Aaron. Because well, it's funny because we had that you we had that interaction on Twitter uh, mm. with Nick, I believe, one of our fans, Nick, uh, who I think is hanging out in the live show as well, um, who basically tweeted and said uh, that he assumed it was an Aaron special until he remembered that Ian's on the team now, mm. and that maybe it was you. That's how I interpreted the tweet. At least that's not yes. exactly what it said. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. It's interesting, the logic he used to think it might not be me was, mm. I would never say a pun was forced, right? Yes, like, which is an interesting that. thought. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would own it. The problem is, I did force that pun. <laughs> <laughs> that pun was forced. Yes. Like, that is one of those examples where uh, the character's name was Sun Yi, and I was like, oh, I have to do a Sun Sunny with a Chance of Meatballs pun in here somewhere. Yeah. And f to find the exact point meat you know, where it works and to, to be able to land on meat y'alls um, <laughs> was, was really beautiful. And then to be able to go, you know, that it's forced as much as I forced, you know, that movie title pun, which mm -hmm. which does a couple things, right? Number one, it it's uh, self-deprecating. Mm -hmm. And number two, if you didn't realize that was a movie pun, which I hope you would almost <laughs> immediately, you go back and go, oh, oh, Sonny with a chance of meatballs. Yeah. He's cleverer yeah. than I thought he was. <laughs> exactly. And really, at the end of the day, isn't that what we're supposed to do with our writing is point That's out what how counts. clever we are. That's uh, what yeah. counts. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was a lot of fun to, mm -hmm. to squeeze that one in there. Yeah. There That's you go. That, That's it. That is uh, Sun Yi with a chance of meat y'alls uh, for our first <laughs> uh, movie for this week. No, it was turning red. Uh, our second movie this week uh, is interesting. Mm. It's Morbius. How do we talk about this? <laughs> Amazing. I think this is all... I, I, there's really no reason for us to go over Morbius conversation again. No, I, I hate this movie more than you think I know. Wait, yeah, <laughs> more than you think you know. No, that I works. Do. Yeah, <laughs> no, that works. That's a perfect yeah. way to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, who wants to talk a little bit about uh, kind of the behind the scenes on this? Danae, do you uh, do you want to kind of go over kind of how this happened and you know? Um, just well, our someone thoughts decided on this? to make this movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's the, the first step. Yeah, yeah. that's the for the first yeah. step. One of the movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, just real briefly, um, this was an idea that Jeremy had originally to release a second one that was like more meme related mm-hmm. and kind of do like a co- collaborative sort of meme video but it would have taken i think more time than we realized and so as the script was being written the original script was re- being written and then of course they re-released the video it just hit him like well we'll just re-release the same video <laughs> the issue uh, really is that if we re-release the same exact video, then uh, the the YouTube lords, they the, the they have like this whole, we call it an algorithm, but they're like little beings that, you know, scan everything and then they come down with like sieves and they slice you up. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know this because, you know, this is the behind the scenes information. Mm-hmm. It's very scary, you know. You they, put the, they put the it's gore like, in algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real dark hoods, and they kind of like loom over you and stuff. Anyways, we exactly that's it. We would have gotten in trouble essentially, um, and it probably wouldn't have been able to have been released at all because it would have been like, hey, you just can't put the same shit out all the time. Uh, but turns out you can if you change some stuff. So we went back, <laughs> we went back through, and we shifted around some sins and kind of sprinkled in some new things that winked and nodded to the Morbin culture, mm. the more the Morbin memes. Um, and we just turned around and released it on the main channel. Originally, we thought maybe about not even releasing a full video, just doing something short. And also was thought, do we just release this to our patrons? Like, where does this go? Um, is Are we brave enough to put it out on the channel twice? Mm-hmm. Do we get yep. for doing it? <laughs> yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We are. So we, um, we re-released the same, essentially the same video. And sent it out with a new thumbnail and to the same exact audience and kind of sat back and wondered how it would be received. Do you guys want to talk about how it's been received? Mm. I think it's been received really well. The comments seem to be really enjoying the meta-ness of it all. The idea that we're, you know, uh, aping what so- Sony? I just yeah, realized Sony. I wasn't 100% sure on Sony. the the company. Uh, Sony did by putting it back in theaters. Uh, and so, yeah. And it's been fun to watch the comments find the new stuff. You know, and timestamp it and that kind of stuff, um, which which you can find. The the first I think it's one of the first comments is a real fun progression so of of, <laughs> of somebody basically oh. being like, Oh, cool. They did a whole second video with more sins, and then basically other people being like, Who wants to tell them? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> kind of like oh, just let him have this. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just let him have this. Um so uh so yeah it's been it's been fun to see people's reaction i think it's in the spirit of meme culture and and kind of what it's done with this movie and so i think it works really well um so yeah yeah i think been good i i didn't watch the first morbius video this is the first time i watched it oh yeah so do you have thoughts on it i don't know what i just watched but i really (laughs) i really enjoyed jeremy's delivery of these sins though it was really fun it's very delightful mm-hmm. <laughs> so mad. Mm-hmm. like like his recurring like eight people died thing like was really really great um mm-hmm. i really like the sins where it's just like this movie was made yes. that's all mm-hmm. it's one yeah. of my favorite sins because like yeah. this this is the movie mm-hmm. everyone people got together mm-hmm. in a room made a movie and this is the result uh-huh. of that mm-hmm 
Ian and I got together in a room and watched this movie. Um, oh, so grumble. I, I just <laughs> I I remember finishing the movie and just saying that is the worst comic book movie I've ever ever seen. And I think, I think you literally said to me, is that as bad as I think it is oh, or something was, like that? That was yeah. my first yeah. response. And when you kind of, you're like, no, 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 that's terrible. It's bad. And <laughs> you, I don't think you were ready to call it the worst comic book movie you'd ever seen. But I stand by it. It is 100% the worst comic book adaptation I've ever watched because nothing happens. It is such a nothing movie with a nothing plot, nothing characters, no redeemingness. It's just this slightly blue tinged Mm. dark nonsense miserable lacking charisma other than matt smith thing and you he's the only one that knew the the assignment it, matt smith is absolutely. the only one who knew the assignment the only yeah. one acting ridiculous enough for any of this to make sense um it's just a shit movie um <laughs> but I, I love how like widely i don't i didn't really see any negative comments at all like saying oh you guys are lame why did you do this everyone is just like yeah this is pretty spot on this is the right time to do this um and someone said the fact that this video has been seen more times than the re-release of the movie itself is perfect. I think that's true. I I, mm-hmm. I think the se- the re-release bombed so hard. We do have more views and yeah, that's than the actual than the actual yeah. re-release is so great. We should actually look that up because I think it's I think that that would be close. I, I it would have to be. Honestly, close. think we we will get there very shortly if we haven't our, already. Our re-release did better than their re-release of an actual movie. Um, How many people? That saw would be that would be really really Morbius interesting to figure re- out. So release. Um, uh, Return to one thousand theaters made eighty five thousand dollars in the first day. Um, so not many. Um, anyway, there's some further maths to, needed to be done on that, but I'm sure we'll get there. Um, yeah, if you go to Box Office Mojo, they do break things down by tickets sold. Mm-hmm. They do have a ticket sold um, thing. Anyways, that would be fun to kind of research. Amazing. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, and do that here in a bit. The the other comment I saw was it almost feels like this is more of a shot at the movie re-releasing in theaters. I know it's not, but let me believe it for a minute. <laughs> Another one of the who's did you like? And that was like comment fifty as well. Like you didn't read anything, did you? <laughs> That's, I almost feel like, well, go ahead it? and completely feel like it. Uh, go ahead and embrace that feeling, buddy. Can confirm this happened. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move into the comment section. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're just going to pick a comment for last week's content uh, from the various places you reach out. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, etc. Danae, kick us off. What's your comment this week? Um, my comment this week is, hi, thanks for watching our videos. Oh, you mean from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I really liked the comment on one of the Obi-Wan TVs, uh, which was, I think you misspelled everything wrong with Reva since it's her show. And I thought that was clever. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one. Uh, Ian, what about you? So mine comes from um, Elias um, Fakename which might also be pronounced Elias fake name uh, or alias fake name. I'm not too sure. Uh-huh. I'm choosing my pronunciations. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Give me a rim shot. you got to have one on there. 
Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Um, so this is from Turning Red. Moral of the story: Don't kill the part of you that's cringy. Kill the part that cringes. And it just—I stopped, did a head tilt, and looked off into the distance for a couple of minutes while I pondered that. And it's just—it's very deep, very deep bit of insight and wisdom from a YouTube comment. And I don't think it's entirely wrong. You kidding me, crickets? Like that was—that's <laughs> a meaningful thought. It is a meaningful thought, thought, and in fact, it's exactly the comment that I picked oh, for this give week. Oh, some more so... crickets then. <laughs> then let's let's do this one. This okay, one. Okay. This one from uh from turning red, which said the "What if women had feelings?" got me there with a whole bunch of laughing faces, which was uh-huh. one of my most favorite sins. It's <laughs> yes. so great. Pixar asked the question, "What if women had feelings?" <laughs> I loved that How one. How dare they? How dare they? Indeed, that's a great uh, sin. All right, let's move on to nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. But we wouldn't want to nitpick. Right, Danny? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Um, actually... Oops. What do you mean, oops? Missed it by that much. Am I just going to nitpick everyone until they leave me? Ian's going to take a look at some, um, actuallys from the comments, and we're going to decide together if the commenter was green, yellow, or red. Okie dokie, turning around. The kittens are actually part of a group of cats that live at the temple. You can see glimpses of them and the adult cats throughout the movie during the temple scenes. So her parents are generations who lives. So, yeah, and generations who lives there before just went outside and gathered them together for the kitten test. The narrator was questioning why kittens? Where did they come from? Who, what, when, and where? Danae, do you accept that as a reasonable explanation? Yeah, sure. I mean, I saw that too, and I, it's not like I missed it. It's just still <laughs> fucking dumb. Yes. They just can go out and collect kittens willy-nilly whenever they want to, exactly at the right moment when their child turns into a giant goddamn red panda. Also, have you ever tried to herd kittens? Do you? <laughs> I don't care if you know exactly where they are and they are tied to something. You are still not getting them in a box. I, they're not sitting inside that box. Herding Isn't that kittens literally is a phrase? Herding cats. You know yeah, it's yeah. not easy to do. Yeah. The point. The point isn't like how are they? It's like how are they at the ready? Isn't like. It wasn't as if I thought that they didn't exist and they brought them into Uh existence. I also saw the cats there. I pondered that. I still send it. Still a sin. I think that's a green or red, whichever way we decide we now rank these things. Uh. Given my (laughs) anger today, just give it to me. You know what I mean? Just give me one. Absolutely. We're calling that red. Feed my ego a little bit because that's what makes people feel better. Danae is turning red. Um, uh, the other one from Turning Red was I refuse to believe that Encanto has more sins than Turning Red. Um, Aaron Discuss, uh, Pixar genius. I mean, let's just talk about the very, very important assessment of the quality of a movie based on how many sins it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've Definitive. said it once. We will say it. We will say it again. Is a definitive ranking of your favorite films. Yes. Um, however, the sin total comes out. <laughs> just put that in order, and that's how good the movies are. That's how much so, you should like um, the film. Correct. So let's start there. Make sure that that's understood. And in that case, Turning Red is a better movie than Encanto. Right. So um, that's just that's just facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just dealing with science here yeah. at this point. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go yeah. agreed. Good. That's yeah. a green. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Onto Morbius. Uh, just a point of clarification from an ICU nurse. Um, 
we can and often do administer pills and capsules to comatose patients. It's safer for a patient than administering medications intravenously, since every single IV access increases the risk of introducing an infection directly into the bloodstream. Her ET tube in that scene is even real close to the actual thing. Not bad. You should criticise the machine at the beginning that started to go out and the kid immediately keeled over, because that is some BS. Um... Aaron, you didn't write on this, but you have a wife that works in the hospital, so you absolutely should have <laughs> should have fixed this. Aaron, you're married to somebody who might know medical stuff, uh, a year's worth of medical training. Uh, you should fix a video yeah, that you didn't sure. write on. <laughs> this is one of those examples where I just read it and I go, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah you win. <laughs> yes. You're correct. Well done. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, Got it wrong. Cool. Morbius still sucks. Uh, that's right and the last one is i don't think i'll ever and i don't man i just had to give this person some credit it's for the episode two of obi-wan uh i okay. don't think i'll ever get back the 20 minutes i spent trying to find the first episode since it i love that comment <laughs> i almost used it for the comment section that's a sin on us we're sorry we put it in the description it's we not tried. A sin on no, us. We it's not it's not it's not a sin on us it's a sin on the system it is the system fucked us and yeah. they even they follow up with their own comment and just like look i know this is on me i didn't read the description i just went <laughs> to find it and could not um which is just amazing i apologize but youtube yeah yeah the system is down. But YouTube. That's a purple. Uh, that, one. that is a sure chartreuse. <laughs> can we just go with plaid? Can we go yes. with like a, a can we sure. do pattern ones like now? Tartan. Absolutely. Tartan sin. Yes, that's a, that's yes. a tartan sin. Yes. I am Tata. Nope. Uh, let's finish off with some nay play. Who puts our in charge? I did. There is no plan B. How did we get here? <laughs> I should embrace the chaos. That makes no sense. I do what I want. I regret nothing. The entire segment, we turn over to the chaotic wonder that is Danae Hughes. Can we adjust that to be the angry chaotic yes. wonder? <laughs> yes. The entire segment, we turn over to the angry chaotic wonder that is Danae Hughes. Can we just say for a quick moment, I recognize that sometimes listening to this podcast, it's bringing you joy. And today, if my pissed off angriness is passing on to you, well, fuck. Sorry about that. But maybe it's entertaining. Maybe my frustration is something that will fuel the hate within you. And you, too, will come to the dark side. Oh, well, you, too, uh, have been in the dark side for a very long time. Yay! Wait. Yay! <laughs> Wait. What is happening right now? Uh, you said you, too, and I said the band was already on the dark side. The band, you, Yeah, two. I got yeah. it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh... uh yeah, I got it. Super, <laughs> super got it. Okay, first of all, uh, I just want to, I'm going to use this moment to say that I was organizing my my office and I came across our OG behind the scenes sticker cache. Yeah. Uh, I have 70 stickers. <laughs> Why did that we I... ever need 70? <laughs> What do you mean by That's that, so Ian? How would we ever have 70 fans? No, Let's I mean, just pause. No, 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 go on. No, go yeah, on. Like, Save yourself. It wasn't go just on. for the fans. It was the survey thing. So, like, I think 70 survey completions is bold. Like, that's asking for a lot of time investment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why, why would we just get stickers for one thing? Why would we have them for multiple things? Like, what? What's your what's your logic there? Ian? The fact that we still have seventy left proves my point. Whatever <laughs> wherever this goes, the fact that we didn't use them all. 
can we just kick him off the show? Yeah, that... yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah cool. that's fine. Okay. Yeah, right. Ian's gone. We'll bye. Just, okay, you know, I'll just bye. Okay. Anyway, we have seventy remaining stickers of the whole fucking bunch that I already goddamn sent out, and we have already given out Ian Whittington. These are just the amount that we have left mm-hmm. over of the seventy-five that we ordered. <laughs> She okay. literally just kicked him out. He's yeah, gone. I'm just gonna like I'm actually gonna kick him off of the whole show. Uh, he's not back. <laughs> Anyhow, so hey, it's I was your thinking, segment. You do as you please. I was thinking that I want to actually send these out, right? So if you mm-hmm. haven't gotten a sticker and you want one, I think what I'm gonna do is uh, I'll put it up. I'll I'll make sure that it's somewhere. Maybe it's in the comments or the the description of this episode with a link of where to go. I'm thinking about naming the form, like get your fucking sticker or something. Cause I'm uh-huh. just in a pissy mood and that makes me feel better. <laughs> Cussing helps. Now, if there's children listening, please talk to your parents. Um, also, why do you let kids listen to this show? Anyway, so I have 70. I want to get rid of them because they're our old logo. And so it's, it's uh, myself and I one single eyebrow, Aaron and Jonathan. <laughs> And now we have a bigger team, and so we're going to need to update this logo um, at some point in time. And the middle part is the sticker, and it has, like, this really sweet note on the outside. And guess what, guys? I actually signed every single one of them. Look, I did 70 signatures on these to say thank you. So I don't want to just throw them away in the trash, even though Ian probably thinks that's exactly what I should do. That's the first thing I want to say. Next up, I have ideas for things we can talk about. Oh, okay. For this little book. These are questions that I was going to ask the both of you, but I'm not talking to Ian. So, Aaron, (laughs) you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Here's the first question. Okay. Who is the craziest person in your life? That is you, Danae. The craziest? Well, let's just say. Really? Let's just say if you define it um, colloquially as just somebody who's, you know, willing to do uh, things outside of the norm, like that kind of thing, um, then that's how I'm defining it. Like you are the most willing to be different, you know? So if you're you're talking about the pejoratively, which that's unfortunate. uh, So I don't think we're talking about it in that way, but. um, No, you're right. No, you're right. I think the craziest person in my life is my daughter, but that's because she's only five and she doesn't know when the things that she's doing uh-huh. are bonkers. Yeah. Like like last night, she decided to clean the sink with her bare hands. Um, thankfully, it had just been recently washed, so it wasn't like <laughs> it was disgusting or anything. But she fills the sink with water and like four different kinds of random soap. And she had really dirty hands, but they remained dirty the whole time. Like she didn't clean her nails or anything, and she had just been playing, and she was pretty gross. And then she uses all that water to wash her face. And I was just like, this is insane. <laughs> this is insane. And I want you to stop. But I also want you to continue to discover what is or what isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 <clears throat> Next question. Yep. If you could acquire a talent without any extra effort, mm. what would it be? So I can pick you. So this isn't a superpower question, correct? This is an actual human talent. I just yeah, want to clarify. Well, it says a talent. It doesn't say human talent, just to be specific. <laughs> but I mean, real world. I mean, it's like, I'm just saying, once you can give yourself superpowers, this, this question changes. So I'm going to take this to mean like an existing talent. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I have to go uh, expert. I like a uh, virtuoso piano player. 
I think that's Ooh. I think that's where I have to land because I mean if oh if, that's a good one I kind of want that if one too. if if I was thinking about money there are some other places I might go but I'm just thinking about something I would love to be able to do and that would allow me to write songs better like if I if I you know because it is you definitely a songwriting instrument right yeah like with you once you know kind of how chords and the chord progressions and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think I would be I think I would be either a virtuoso guitar player or piano player, one of the songwriting instruments. Yeah. Does that automatically mean that you can play the piano and still sing like sing at the same time, right? Because you're so talented? Well, I you know, I think those are two different talents. Thankfully, I already am able to sing really well. So Right. Right. <laughs> so hopefully it's just a nice merger. Listen, uh, just just listen to uh, you know some of the TV sins videos. It's clear that I have an clear. incredible voice. Incredible, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, will you flip it over to Chipmunk and sing something real quick <laughs> sure sure Thanks. oh wait that's, that's, that's not, not chipmunk that's not, that's okay, not chipmunk okay, okay i got it take these angry wings and let me fly again so we is so free <laughs> i don't even know that song i don't know why i picked that song other than i recently <laughs> sang it uh in a okay, video okay so take yeah. two any okay. other song just a little bit longer something something that i know some sort of song yeah, just i mean that you can belt from your soul. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Let me look up the lyrics. Okay. That, that means you don't know it from your soul. If you have to look up the lyric, no, no lyrics. No lyrics. No lyrics. This is I my have, segment. I have to guess. This is my segment. Okay. Okay. I I have to long ago. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. Just a small town boy, born and raised in South Detroit. <laughs> Took the midnight train going anywhere. Just a small town girl. I can't. I can't anymore. I just yes, can't you anymore. Can. Oh, God, I can't. Come on. Don't stop believing. Hold on to this feeling. Streetlights leaving. Oh, man. <clears throat> All right. All right. Next question. Uh -huh. Next question. All right. Um, <clears throat> water, ice, or steam? <laughs> that's it? That's the entire question? <laughs> that's the entire question in this book. It's just those words. Those four words. Water, ice, or steam? Water, ice, or steam? Uh, currently ice because we're out and our ice machine just broke. Um, uh, so like we ice. Well, I use ice every single day in my smoothies, drinks. yeah, for oh, my cachava no. and yeah, and my okay. protein drinks. So yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going water. Yeah, I mean that's that would be my choice on a normal day. We only have three more questions left. Okay. What can you smell right now? Nothing. Um, my microphone. Yeah, it's okay. got a little bit of a metal smell to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for for a split second there, I was a little concerned about what would uh -huh, be sure, stinking. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> I I can smell like my candle that I had on earlier, and then I have like a little scent thingy here with some sticks oh, inside of it. I'm, sm I'm smelling. Is that Ian's desperation to get back on the show? I think I think uh, <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. No, uh, you're who, not smelling that. <laughs> Ian, get out. Uh, who are you jealous of? I'll answer this one first. I'm jealous of you, Aaron, but you know why I really want your board. Yeah, yeah. And also just your brain. You're, you're so fucking good at everything. I am definitely not good at everything. I, for one, am not a virtuoso piano player. <laughs> so there's that. 
Uh, I jealousy, man. I don't who like jealousy. Jealous? Um, I know, but just a quick like, who are you jealous? Or what? Wait, I think I. It's a who, not what. It's a who. Okay, so this is interesting because I've I've talked uh, often about how I love aging. I love embracing every moment of life. But if I were to be jealous of somebody, it would probably be one of my kids. Just because, like, as it currently stands, there is death that comes as you age. And, man, I really want to see what the next hundred years look like. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things, like, I know, like, like, best case scenario with current medical science, you know, maybe I can see the next half century. You know, maybe. Um, But, but yeah, I would love to, I would love to see into the 2100s. That would be really fun that's so a good I, reason to be jealous yeah i, I would be good, jealous of that's my a kids good one. um you <clears throat> okay last one most important what's your favorite cereal mine's basic four that's a great cereal basic four is a great cereal i, I like uh raisin nut cr- i'm gonna go with fruity pebbles though i think fruity pebbles is just like a treat that's a dangerous it's, one it's just like a dessert cereal and it's yeah but it coats your mouth the whole time yeah i mean if you were to eat it non-stop but man that uh <laughs> Right. The question That's, isn't like, what would you eat for the rest of your life if right, it was a right. cereal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll go with Fruity Pebbles. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for uh, coming over to my segment. Where, <laughs> do we You're have welcome. anything else we need to do? Uh, just close out the show. Should we invite Ian back to close out the show? That's that up to you. That's right. Your segment's over. So I get to uh, add Ian back to the show. Oh, hey, Ian. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Did you, do, you have, do you have anything you want to say before we finish out? No. <laughs> Remind me so much of my kids when they've been in the corner for <laughs> five minutes. And they're just like, no, I'm, I'm just, just going to play my DS. Got a, got a bowl of Fruity Pebbles and play some Mario Kart. There you go. There you go. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Sins this week on a very uplifting note. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, uh, mail it to P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. He's at Wits End, and she's at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. So for Ian Whittington, Danae Hughes, and underused Kumail Nanjiani, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy National Be Someone Day! Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS. Test, test, test. Hello there. Pick up your bags off the sidewalk. Don't you hear sincerity in my voice when I talk? Told you this was my fault. Look me in the eyeball. Next time I'm pissed, I'll lay my fist at the drywall. Next time you don't get no next time. I apologize even though I know it's lies. I guess it's why they call it window pain. Okay. Mic test done. Dice. Ah! Oh, hello. Uh, let's be very clear about one thing. I am not ready. Uh, I have to change the background image. I have to turn lights on. And uh, I have to start my main recording in the system. However, I am recording straight into the board. So whatever magic you say now will be recorded on my end as well. So any of that make sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know if that was like a... Ian, shut up before we even start. Don't say anything. Don't talk about my background. Don't talk about my office. Don't say anything (laughs) because it won't be recorded. It was it was kind of one of those it was kind of one of those things where it was like, um, allow me to short circuit any of the ways you're gonna make fun of me here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I understand. I have things to do.
that video is a speed run of somebody doing i think it's the n64 rainbow road on 200 cc and he does the entire thing in like 50 seconds i think and n64 didn't have 200 cc did it no, it's on Mario Kart 8, but it's the N64 map. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was yeah, I got one of the older Rainbow Because I was like, if we're going N64, <laughs> let's get I could, have, I could have done some speed runs on, N6, on the N64. <laughs> I was into that. The person in the video is just like on the edge of the track. There are some times where they only have half of two wheels mm-hmm. on the track. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's fluke. There's a, you can't do that. You can't you do can, that. There's no way you That's can be that allowed. accurate. This isn't like a computer or something. <laughs> the world of Aaron. Man, what a week, right? You've been along for mm-hmm. some of that ride. I've kept you kind of up to date, but mm-hmm. literally from the depths of what, like, if you could have seen me mm. when I, so I got a, a new board. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I, I got a brand new board. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. So when. <laughs> When I got this, okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. <laughs> when I got this new board, uh, I had some issues, and this was in conjunction with some issues I had with my computers, where they just, you know, um, stopped working. And mm-hmm. I think I don't know what I've talked about in the show and what I haven't, but basically, I had two computers have the exact same thing happen where they wouldn't turn on. Figured out, oh, I have a bad surge protector; it is frying my mm-hmm. computers. Thank you, technology, uh, for just absolutely being terrible. Um, So, and by that, I mean the technology, the surge protectors. So when I got this new board, before I had realized that it happened, I had plugged it into the surge protector, and I had thought that it had also damaged the board because I was getting electric interference in my recordings. Mm -hmm. The SD card wouldn't record. Like, both internally and externally, it had messed up. Called the tech support, they were like, yep, that sounds like a, a fried motherboard. That sounds like, you know, they confirmed, yes, your suspicions mm-hmm. are probably correct. We will send you a new one. Sent a new one, plugged it in somewhere completely different, plugged it into my laptop, and had the same issue. Oh. And if if you could have seen my face when I played it back and it was all crackly and, and distorted, I like I I was done. I was just like like I I literally I wish somebody had been recording me. I mm-hmm. I really do because I was literally sitting here going I don't understand. I don't what what is going on? This doesn't what what is like for a solid ten minutes? I'm just sitting there, <laughs> forlorn, just like what is happening oh. here? So then I'm like, I don't understand how I fried this board. I don't understand how I fried another one. I check the internal recording. Same issue with the SD card. It'll record fine for a while, and then it'll just start skipping around. And I'm just like, what is going on here? So I go to bed, wake up at 5 a.m. the next morning with a jolt of inspiration. Have you ever woken up with a jolt of inspiration? It's kind of yes. a, it's, it's it's a kind cool of strange. thing. It's weird what the brain does. It's like somehow mm-hmm. the brain relaxes into this meta state. And then it just solves a problem. Yeah, it 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 regenerates like, it's, and it just comes it's, out. It's fresh. wild. It's, it's wild. It's so stuff. crazy. And so I woke up in the morning, and with this jolt of inspiration, what if every problem is a different problem? This is not. <laughs> this is a real paradigm shift for humans. Humans like causality. Oh, uh-huh. We like we, we like, like to patterns. think everything is related. And honestly, mm-hmm. it should have been related. Everything <laughs> should have been related, but it was not. It was not. And uh, so I figured out that the problems were completely separate. Not only from the electricity issue, they were separate from each other. 
So the, the external record was a driver issue. Uh, I had been using what's called a Wasapi driver, which doesn't work as well with Ado uh, Adobe Audition as an Aseo driver, which is what I'm used to using uh, from boards that go USB. Mm -hmm. And so I looked for Aseo drivers for this board, and they had one to download. Downloaded it, fixed it, just like that. Wow. Fixed the problem. That's so then I was like, sure. what's wrong with the SD card? Oh, you mean this SD card you bought 10 years ago and you found sitting on your kitchen sink? Yeah, maybe oh. it's the actual SD card oh, that's the problem no. here. Super old, not designed to you know keep up with uh -huh. technology or whatever. Wow. It may have been more than two. Literally, that may have been an SD card I bought 20 years ago. Oh. Micro SD card. Like, literally, I may have bought that for like uh, gaming purposes about... Uh, 20 years ago so well, like the intention to record a song that you wrote for a child but then the right. SD card yeah. failed, thank you so, thank yeah. you Ian. <laughs> much appreciated we we love causality we love patterns we love mm. the idea that that patterns mean something people know that the number 41 has has been meaningful to me since high school right like this mm. is a this is a number that's been in my life and people who know that are astonished at how often it shows up in my life right mm -hmm. like uh, when I waited in line for Chick-fil-A, Chick I was number 41. Uh, when I went to American Idol Experience in Disney and won the American Idol Experience, I was contestant like 04141. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like these, these things happen and people are like, that's like, you know, magic. And I'm like, pick a number, live the rest of your life thinking of that number. You will see You'll it. See it. Uh, you will 100%. see it. Your brain will yeah. love that pattern. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. My favorite way to disprove conspiracy theories is that it's really cynical and it's horrible but it's it's the <laughs> are you gonna the, are you gonna come off as a jerk here Ian? no no this, absolutely okay. not all right no all right. i think i'm on the right side of history for this one it's that most conspiracy theories would by the way take... something you can't know until you're actually on the True. other side of history <laughs> fact <laughs> absolute fact <laughs> the idea is that most conspiracy theories in order to work are so complicated it would need an incredibly adept government in order to pull them off and uh -huh. just, like, it gives me a lot of comfort comfort because i know how incompetent most governments are and they're all run by humans so it would take some incredible levels of organization and agreement and since we can't agree on some pretty simple fundamentals i cannot see a government agreeing on a conspiracy to do all of that stuff yeah yeah it's it is uh we, we have to operate uh, under trust. We just have to operate under trust. And it's, you know, and we have to operate with the assumption that we could always be wrong. And that's okay. But you have to go forward with some level of foundational trust in, you know. Science. Poor Hubble. Poor Hubble. Yeah. For it's getting overshadowed Hubble. by Webb. What, what are we talking about literally, now? Literally getting overshadowed <laughs> by Webb. Hubble's like just been plugging away, doing some stuff and lasting forever. And James James Webb comes in and is all like, look, it's so pretty. Um, <laughs> it is so pretty, though. It is so pretty. <laughs> it's it amazing. Is. I remember like uh, I listened to this podcast years and years and years ago and they were talking about James Webb being built. And uh, they, they, they were kind of nitpickers as well. And they went straight to now this is exciting, but here's what could go wrong. And it's like they could like get this thing in orbit and like the lens doesn't work or mm -hmm. there is a speck of dust on the lens and it throws everything out. Like we basically won't be able to get up there and fix it. So we need to hope this launch goes well or else this 10 years of building and stuff is just a huge waste of money. Um, I was like, I yeah. wish I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I find the expanse of the universe really inspiring and I know mm -hmm. it's the opposite for a lot of people, especially a lot of people of faith. 
a lot of people of faith find can find it uh, minimizing. But man, I just there's something about the expanse of the universe that for me is just this beautiful recursive thing because you can go the other way too. Like you can go big, you can go small, right? Like you start going small within you know atoms and and those kind of things, and they operate so similarly to solar systems mm-hmm. and yes. galaxies, and mm-hmm. it just becomes this beautiful recursive thing. And to me, this speaks to like this in, this incredible foundational truth to the universe. Now, where that foundational truth comes from, you know, obviously philosophers have argued, you know, mm-hmm. long and hard about uh, about all the different possibilities. But there is some sort like I love the idea that the universe itself holds patterns in a way that speak to absolute truth, right? Mm. That speak to the idea that there are rules and foundations. And so when I see the expanse of the universe and all those pictures, it just, man, I love it. It's the the fact that most of those rules were decided at the point of the Big Bang. So like, there's no reason for certain rules to be the way they are. They just are. So under a different set of, under a different environment, gravity would work completely differently maybe we could go faster than the speed of light maybe time works backwards instead of forwards um it's it's absolutely wild and the fact that our, right our solar system's big then our galaxy's pretty big and then there's pretty big there's 100 billion galaxies inside the universe and we don't actually know what's beyond the universe there could be another universe it's just that scale we cannot comprehend our brains mm-hmm. cannot do that at all <laughs> aliens man they've got to be out there it's gonna be aliens. I would think so. I would. I would think so. I would. Uh, you would think just with as expansive as it is, um, mm-hmm. it does offer some interesting paradoxes, though. Uh, right? And I think there are names for these paradoxes. Where if if there is intelligent life elsewhere, we are either the most advanced intelligent life to have ever existed, mm-hmm. which seems unlikely mm-hmm. considering the statistically of statistically, yeah. On its own. yeah. Or equally as unlikely that a more advanced in, intelligence hasn't created AI, hasn't created the singularity, hasn't created, mm-hmm. you know, like hasn't discovered, you know, uh, interstellar travel. Like, you mm-hmm. know, why, why haven't these things happened? Um, so either we are alone, uh, which seems unlikely, or we are the most advanced uh, race in the well, universe, which also seems very unlikely. Yes. <laughs> Either thing is unlikely. <laughs> well, that's like that's all summed up in the Drake equation. Well, mm. no, how many solar systems can sustain planets? How many planets can sustain life? How long would that take? And that's your probability of how many of aliens are out there. And I think the most they redo the calculation pretty regularly, and it's in the it's in the millions. Like there there should be millions of other life sustaining planets out there. But distance is the biggest thing. Like you you cannot you can travel faster than light but you can't travel at the speed of light so getting past that is probably the biggest thing. and maybe that's just unsurmountable maybe there's just they are as advanced as they can possibly get but they just cannot get to us and they they never will that's what's a little bit depressing is that <laughs> likely warp travel and time travel will never exist because it should already exist by now mhm right right that's that's the kind of the thing the scariest thing is the AI self-replicating thing, because at this point, AI should have self-replicated to a point where it fills the universe, because that's, Correct. that's exponential. Like, that Correct. could just keep going and going and going and going. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. If the singularity has happened anywhere in the universe, it would we affect should us. Yes. We should know. Absolutely. Stars um, would disappear. They, they would correct. absolutely just get correct. blocked out. 
we would disappear eventually, probably yes. pretty quickly. That was one of my favorite comments for the James Webb thing. Was somebody on Twitter like added James Webb the the telescope and said it's his very very first picture. And huh, is there some gravitational lensing in there? And the replies were just like, "Some? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> some? This is the this is the universe. Yeah, there's a little bit of gravitational lensing there making some of the stars wonky." They are 14 billion light years away. Wow. I've been in the background of this show for 10 minutes, 13 minutes now, and I've just been listening to Aaron and Ian just wax poetic about all kinds of things. They know I'm here, but I'm just working on other things and letting them just listen to them, oh, their own selves just talk, and they're fine with it. I would have weighed in, but I, I'm not invited. I mean, I'm not adding myself to the conversation, but, you know, I, I have shit to do. I'll just work on something else. It's fine. I'm feeling rejected. So I did my second attempt at painting my nails. Nice. Come out better uh, this time? I love it. By the way, I it lasts, it lasts about a month um, mm -hmm. before I feel like it starts to look wonky because there's enough of the nail that's grown out that isn't painted. Mm. Yeah. And... Uh, and, you know, it, it was interesting because I, I took them off about five, six days ago, and I did not feel like myself for those five or six. It's the oh, weirdest that's thing. It's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. It's like I've, I've kind of akined it to, like, all of a sudden you're, you're bald for a few days. Like, you yes. know it doesn't really Part change anything on a yeah. fundamental level, but it just mm -hmm. feels weird. That's not how you're used to – it doesn't feel like you. What and, an amazing thing to find. Like for you personally, it's weird. As well. It's just it's That's it's awesome. so it's so interesting. Um, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I think I think I'm starting to get the get the hang of it. Um, I think I was too concerned originally about getting the the nail polish to the edges, like mm -hmm. all the way to the edges, and because of that, it was pooling in the cuticles, mm. like pooling on the edges, yep. and so that would create some weird bumps and some chips and stuff. So I've stopped worrying about that as much, and now like I can see that I didn't get all the way to the edge, but it. It, it looks cleaner, like, from a distance. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Nice. Cleaner yeah, from a distance a... was my nickname at high school. Oh, nice. Also, these are conversations you have with your friends when you're, like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think about making a Google form that just says, get a fucking sticker? Because a long time ago, Ian, you're not going to enjoy this as much. We had these. Actually, Ian, you have one of these. I do. Look I mm -hmm. found a, a old pile. We have to get rid of these. Like we have, this is this is an old logo now. We mm -hmm. we don't. This isn't the show anymore. Mm -hmm. Just give so them out in sin week. I mean, I am getting closer to looking like that guy. You know, like I'm. I am working out now. So. <laughs> Are you going to shave one eyebrow? <laughs> no, it's it's up in the hair. Come on, it's right no, there. It's shaved. It's shaved. Welcome to Behind oh, no. Behind the Sins. Button, button. He's got the buttons. Welcome, Somebody welcome. has a board that makes noises now, what? and it's not me. Surprise, it's not me. Is it Somebody Aaron sad. Dyson? <laughs> is that who it was? Is that, is that who it was? Here's my question. Do you... Push it for every do, 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 yes. do, do, Yes. So it can just be one do. Yeah, but, but you go. Yeah, you got to do that yeah, with the air horn. Of course you do. Of course you do. Yeah, of course uh -huh. you do. Mm -hmm. yeah. One sounds really sinister. <laughs> <laughs> so for Ian Whittington, Danae Hughes, an underused Kumail Nanjiani, and myself, we will see you next week. Shit. Happy <laughs> National Tea Day!
it actually? Is it is <laughs> it Thursday, <laughs> April twenty first? Is that right? Yeah. It will be not April. No. no. Certainly no. won't be April. No, no, no. <laughs> no. July no. July twenty first. No, I don't know why it showed me April twenty first, but it did. My I favorite, guess that's the last my time. My favorite part, it... Ian, is that you literally had nothing to do for the I last had five so minutes. much time. <laughs> you had so I much had time. So much time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.